Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2 of God and Company, a podcast produced by the Office of St. Anne Youth Ministry at St. Anne Church. The title God and Company is inspired by the scripture verse from the Gospel of Matthew, which says, Where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Ortiz, and this is my fifth year in Emmaus, I believe, and I am a former singer in the youth choir. Just wanted to put that out there. And yeah, I'm joined by... I am Jim Soltai. I'm the coordinator for Youth and Young Adult Ministry here at St. Anne's. Um, I have been here since August of 1981. <laughs> I'm Osmar. Thanks uh, for laughing, Osmar. <laughs> I'm Osmar. Um, I've been in Amaze for six years, and I'm, I've been a lector for a couple less years than that, but um, yeah. And I'm Stacy. I've been in Emmaus since uh, 2004, right after my confirmation year. And I've been really involved with lecturing, Eucharistic ministry, um, and even outside of St. Anne Youth Ministry with CYO, Faith Formation. So, yeah, it's been one fun ride. The, um, the, the reason we're gathered here this Monday morning on, in our office is... We're going to uh, talk a little bit about what we've done in the past and what we've done in the future. But before we do that, I thought it'd be a good idea to do a little pulse check of the four of us and have us share with you what's been going on with us. For for me, I think the, the most recent thing is I am still rehabbing from uh, rotator cuff surgery. I have uh, slept in a chair since May 24th. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity of being able to sleep back in a bed again and uh, down the line, hopefully get back to being able to play golf. So Mm. that's the immediate thing for me. Uh, Rehab every day, ice every day. It's become a routine. How about you, Osmar? I've been been good. I've been um, since last year I started a new job or towards the end of last year I started working at Apple. Uh, I've just been doing that. I've been making music a lot. Um, so just been trying to do that, kind of figure out the ins and outs of that, of that whole process. And then um, starting school really soon. So I'm just kind of anticipating that and how my schedule is going to look like after that. But also excited to start a new year here, um, seeing all the youth and seeing also the new Emmaus, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think for me, uh, since the last podcast episode, I've been coaching a lot. Um, I took over the JV girls uh, basketball team at Logan, um, and I'm also coaching volleyball again this upcoming season. And I also started a new job, which is kind of crazy because I work nights and my sleep schedule is still, mm. you know, trying to get used to it. But it's it's working out fine. Uh, and I just like Osmar said, like I'm really excited for the upcoming year in youth ministry and what's happening at the church. Jacob? Nice, nice. Um, I think about around this time last year, I started a new job at um, this fitness kickboxing gym. So I've been having fun with that. Um, been training, going to school. And yeah, starting school soon, I think a week from today. And I am also looking forward to this new year, excited for what's to come, the the many more blessings and opportunities that are in store for us. Mm. And yeah. I mentioned earlier about uh, the purpose of the podcast now is um, just to bring people up to speed, but also to look forward to. But before we can look forward, I, I thought it'd be valuable to look back over the last year because it's been almost a year and a half since our last podcast Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like we weren't doing things this last uh 21 22 school year so i thought it'd be valuable to talk a little bit about that where all of us were involved in in the past year um we started off in September with being able to meet back in person. And I, I thought that that was a huge transition of, you know, there was still some ambiguity and questioning about what whether we were going to be able to do it and if we were going to be able to do it for how long we were going to be able to do it until the uh, the almighty Zoom came back into play. Ooh-wee. But we, 
you know, not only us, but schools got back in session and not that everything was back to normal, whatever normal is. Um, but I think the importance of renewing relationships and being able to look people in the eye uh, was important. And so that's how we started the year. I, yeah, I definitely think it's nice coming back, like just in general, not even just like limited to the church, like just have, having the ability to see people and like um, talk to people in person is a lot better. Or just in my opinion, I mean, some people probably would argue the other way too, like that Zoom was a great thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really miss seeing people and just uh, getting to catch up. And yeah. I think just coming back into the hall was a big deal. You're right. Like, yeah. you know, for people that have had the opportunities to have like youth ministry in there, like they get this like nostalgia feeling. And for the Amaze leaders that, um, had that opportunity, Opportunity. it was kind of refreshing to experience it again, but in a different way, and introducing that to, like, a new group of, of youth ministry students, but also understanding, like, you know, all the stuff that happens, like, on a Monday night. Right. And mm-hmm. um, I think the cool thing was, like, when there's siblings or families in the program that have been through mm-hmm. um, youth ministry here at St. Anne's, like they understand that too. And it, it, it was almost like they were excited for their kids to experience it this this past year. I remember hearing, and I can't remember right now who it was, but an Emmaus member who had previously gone through youth ministry in the hall pre-pandemic saying, I wondered if we were ever going to be able to come back in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think... F- from my standpoint, I don't want to take that for granted. You know, it's, yeah, it's a building, but it becomes more than that when people are in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes our place. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, man, when I say the first time stepping back in the hall and just, I, I didn't even know the hall had like a smell to it. <laughs> I was like, I haven't smelt this in, it felt like so long. And um, just knowing we were going to be back in person, it was super happy to because it's it's hard when you're especially as a student you're on zoom the whole day and then you know having to try to make it work with with our monday night meetings it was just it was it was hard just trying to because it's hard to connect through a group of people oh absolutely you know um through a screen Mm -hmm. and um being back in person super excited and then also i also want to bring up to like how or at least for me, it was like, okay, we're going back to normal. But then all of a sudden it was like, it still wasn't, didn't feel normal. There's a lot right. of things and obstacles and mm-hmm. different, different things that, I mean, I didn't foresee. And it was just, it was new. It was new. And, um, but still, still very grateful for being in person. Yeah. I, I know I went through this mindset of, um, you're right, Jacob, that this isn't the same but at the same time, let's celebrate that we actually get to meet in person. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know one of the things is that we're all very welcoming and, you know, we like to hug. But mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know, the, the fist bump became the hug or <laughs> yes, virtual hug yes. or whatever. Um, and I, I think we've slowly even transitioned from that, you know, and I, I don't think people are deathly afraid of, of hugging it. Yeah. Right now, yeah. at least, um, I thought of what you said about the smell, and I was hoping it wasn't old cookies or something. <laughs> <laughs> but being able to see people, and then I know my thought was to, well, I want to see you without a mask, you know. Yeah. And, and then we've gotten to that point now, mm-hmm. so we'll just we'll continue to see. The other thing I forgot to mention too that we did last year, and it was a year ago in the fall is that we moved back into the church, mm-hmm. you know, and that was something mm-hmm. that we'd been outside for, seemed like forever. Yeah. And we're, we're finally back inside church. So that all of that I think is, is helping us bring back community. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just wanted to add on to kind of that uh, whole, like, it's not the same. Um, but it's it's not it's not bad that it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were really eager. Like I, I I noticed that the first 
meeting back in the hall like a lot of people were eager to talk like like it was a lot more energy than i thought would come out of that group. Mm-hmm. so yeah i thought that was nice i didn't want to just mention that <laughs> i was also going to add that um i think in the fall we actually brought back the festival we did and mm-hmm. like yeah in i October. think it was a it was kind of a way to like bridge community again and bring back um the community back to saint anne's too uh, what uh, what I was really excited was just seeing the involvement mm-hmm. that people wanted to help out and all that um, with the booths, with the games and all that volunteering. Um, but it also led to other kind of like community events, kind of like a trunk or treat that mm-hmm. we that we hosted, uh, which was really cute. Like there was a lot of kids that came in their costumes and people were decorating their trunks. Um, I remember. Um, I, I personally did a like a Price is Right theme and right. we had like uh, the Plinko game and like all the kids just wanted to play the little Plinko yeah. and I had little like Halloween themed toys and you know it was hard for me to say no to some of the kids so I ended up just giving them, them away yeah, I gave them like extra <laughs> uh-huh. toys and stuff and they would come back but it was really it was really nice to see um, people come out to a, an event like that and um, just the community supporting that. Well, and I think that that's something that's always in the back of my mind is that our our parish community is wider than just those that go to church. And I, I think our community is, is everyone and that we need to really be a, of a welcoming mind and spirit and providing opportunities for people to come. And Stace brought up the the festival so you know we did we did in october of 21 and since then we've already had our second festival Mm -hmm. three weeks ago and that that was successful and and we had people come out and and i think people just want to gather you know people have been cooped up long enough um so that you know going into um going into the opportunity to allow people to gather give them opportunities to gather and i think people will come and and so that's important so yeah so you brought up the trunk or treat that was something that we did last year in october and we had a tremendous response from it both for people decorating their cars but also by the people coming out so um we'll talk about it later on but that's something we're going to try to make a tradition and continue it this year even though it's on a monday versus a sunday last year the other big thing that we did last year that we really were unsure if we were going to be able to do is to be able to have confirmation in person. I I was relatively confident we would be able to meet in person for confirmation because we were doing the same thing for youth ministry. Mm -hmm. Plus the schools were back in session. So we were able to do that. And I, I, on a smaller scale, you know, to have five classes of students meeting every two weeks for, confirmation here on site I thought made the experience much more uh, meaningful for those for the candidates than it was you know like I said we we all got through zoom you know I I don't want to forget to I'm going to backtrack a second but you know getting through that whole year of uh, zoom meetings and breaking people into small groups I want to give all credit to Stacy and to Michaela. Mm-hmm. Michaela Mendoza mm-hmm. was oh a gosh. huge help. <laughs> so, Michaela, you owe me for the shout out here. I don't know how y'all did that. I remember one meeting. I, I forgot who asked me. Was it was it Stace or Jim? Yeah, I think we had a help one time. You, and then we were I was <laughs> panicking. <laughs> I was like, how do you do this oh, so I remember quick? You guys yeah. said, I got this. I got yeah, this. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, I, I see how you're doing it now, but then I need a lot more time. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lot more time to get everyone in the groups in the right groups and oh that was oh that was an experience. Oh, I don't know how y'all. <laughs> well, that did was that learning so on the run. Yeah, I mean, really, basically. honestly, because we decided we decided we're not going to just close up shop. Yeah, you know? and I think that was the other part, like to see people still be involved with Zoom. Like, you know, there's other parishes that were like, no, we're just gonna cut the program or for that Mm -hmm. year but there was still an eagerness from families to like i want my child to be in this or um you know at least have that opportunity for them to engage in in their faith in in some sort of way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but 
Man, I totally forgot about how crazy yeah. the breakout rooms were. <laughs> <laughs> that just gave me flashbacks. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, thank you again, Stace and Michaela. You owe me. Shouts out, y'all. Um, so doing confirmation in person, one of the big parts of the confirmation program, just like the youth ministry program, has always been about the retreat. And we had decided as a staff to be able to go away on retreat was something that we were going to explore, uh, which we did. And we contacted and did a walkthrough with Mission Springs down in Scotts Valley. And they certainly had different protocols that we had to meet. Um, we decided one of the things that we were going to do the week of the retreat was to test every single individual going on retreat. And we, we did that here on site on Tuesday of retreat week. Mm. And we were hopeful that, but I don't know how realistic we were, that we were going to get through the whole thing without anybody testing positive or get back a, a, a negative test or a test that just didn't give out any results. We weren't going to be able to let people on the bus. And by the grace of God, everybody got on the bus and we got through the retreat weekend down in Scotts Valley, had all the parents join us for mass, came home, and not a single person came down with COVID. So that was very encouraging and something that I look back on with huge blessing to be able to say we did that. And it also says, you know, I think we're going to, well, we're planning on doing it again this year, mm -hmm. along with, um, you know, we'll, f we'll focus on another retreat for mm -hmm. youth ministry so oh yeah i do want to add that uh, i was i had the opportunity to go down for mass and I, it was uh i remember getting there and i was just like whoa like just flashbacks to like all the retreats i've been there um as a part of the uh staff but also going back to my own confirmation retreat and i was like wow like it still has that feeling of mm -hmm. like i remember this or that like this activity and uh just the there's one song that i think we always sing and it's in this in this place in this place and i just i get so emotional with it and it's weird because i just felt you could just feel like the for me it's like the holy spirit is right there and mm -hmm. like just that sense of like community and then even seeing some of the, like the students and the growth probably just within that that weekend too like um there's like a different, I don't know, they look different too. I don't even know how to explain it. Well, I thought the big thing for that, and I, I agree with you, Stace, is that that group didn't get a youth ministry retreat oh, off-site. Yeah. That's right. So this was their only retreat experience, mm -hmm. and I think they were doubtful that it was even going to happen. So then when it happened, it was... Uh, you know, it was a huge blessing all around to mm -hmm. everybody, but I, I think you're right. I think it sets the tone and why we do it in December is because I think it sets the tone for the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. I, I think that retreats definitely play a big part in, in getting that motivation for your faith. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Something about it being. So that was the end of 2021. So then moving into 2022. Ooh, we. <laughs> Ooh, we. That was, that was something. We were immediately met by challenge. Yeah. Um, there was a spike in COVID, and uh, we had talked about this earlier. Um, there, was, there was a time where we were going from in-person to Zoom and kind of like trying to figure out what we were going to do. What we were going to do because there's – there's a lot of people getting COVID. I had COVID. Um, other member, other Emmaus leaders had family members that were getting COVID. Right. Had to quarantine or didn't feel comfortable coming out. Same with the youth. And there's just a lot going on because it was just that time of year. Well, plus it, it was coming back from Christmas break. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, many families, many people yeah. had been away. And so, again, with travel, you risk catching COVID. Mm-hmm. Many people did, and so even, you know, we were trying to pay attention to what the schools were doing. You know, there were schools that were going to delay starting, or so we just had to make a decision. So luckily, we were able to fall back into 
the Zoom, Zoom mindset, yeah. but it yeah. only lasted one meeting. Yeah. Very nice. Which was, I <laughs> Which think was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good that we did that because yeah. to try to force the issue of saying, okay, we're going to meet on the second Sunday of January, I think we might have had two people here. Mm-hmm. And I would have been one. I don't know who would have showed up, but <laughs> everybody would have been say, "Ah, you're crazy." I think, yeah, I think it's good. It shows, like, um, I don't know, yeah, like, like we said earlier, like, just not giving up on on kind of the program, and just like, also just showing that people are willing to show up to those Monday nights, whether right. it be virtual or in person, right. So that's nice. Well, I think the other big thing is, and I, I give credit to, well, the three of you, but all of Emmaus is how flexible everybody has always been. Saying, hey, where there's a will, there's a way, and right. we're going to fight through it. Yeah, I think that was a big theme of last year, just being flexible mm-hmm. in terms of schedule and everything. Because it was, we were just, we were trying to make do with what was in front of us. And a lot of times we didn't know what was in front of us until the day of right i i thought the biggest challenge was going back into zoom was is this for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or what are we doing now because we don't want to go back for the rest of the year we've done that we had taken steps forward we knew how important it was for us to see each other in person um and we didn't want to go backwards and luckily and i give all credit to um, the the medical world for being able to come up with with the vaccines, but also how to handle things, and everybody taking a responsibility for being their own self check, you mm-hmm. know, so that they knew if they were safe, and if they weren't, you know, you have to remove yourself for a, a little bit, but you're coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. Okay, so after January, well, it wasn't even after January. It was right after the the Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. We had we had made a decision earlier in the year that we were going to offer some senior scholarships, and those were not going to be funded um, except through self funding. Mm-hmm. So Stace took the spearhead on that and. Yeah, well, it kind of helped that the Niners were in the pl- in the playoffs yeah. too. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think before that for Super Bowl, we've uh, because we couldn't do St. Anthony's, we used right. Super Bowl squares as a fundraiser, and we decided to do that for the NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. um, and also for Super Bowl to help fund the three scholarships. Uh, we were able to do, I believe, it's one one thousand dollar scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then two five hundred dollars scholarships, which one of them um, I think originally we were only going to do two scholarships. Right, we were. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, former Emmaus alumni mm-hmm. uh, donated a full a full five hundred dollars scholarship. Right. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. So I think like just knowing that the support from like former former Emmaus or people that have been a part of the program um, giving back like that was the biggest thing yeah. that that the response. So. I think moving forward, we're looking for, that's going to be like one of our main fundraisers. But if we're able to raise more funds, like we would try and offer more scholarships. Correct. Yeah. And we're looking forward to the opportunity to try to come up with other ways of doing fundraising. You know, during COVID, there, pre-COVID, there had been plans to share responsibility, but also profits of doing a pancake breakfast mm-hmm. with the Knights of Columbus. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously we weren't able to do that or gather for meals, but that is something down the line. Uh, there may be some opportunity of resurrecting the charity basketball game that we were we were involved in for years. Oh, I know Father That'd Bart. Father <laughs> Bart is interested in doing that. <laughs> so, um, with a group Buckets. of priests, that we shouldn't feel guilty about pounding down. A group of priests wants to play? Yes, us. What? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Meet me in the paint. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So if, like, we foul them, do we have to, like, confess? Like, forgive me, Father, for I have fouled you? <laughs> no, no, no. We do not have to. Yeah, we do not have to. It's all in the, in the spirit of the game. Um, but 
fundraising this year that's something that we're going to move forward to again of providing scholarships it was it was really a, an added bonus to last year mm -hmm. i just think we need to continue to get the word out to graduating seniors to that that's available and that that is something that we encourage everyone to apply to yeah and it's not just seniors that are in, in emmaus or in the program right. it's like in the bigger community correct as well yeah yeah um after i'm sorry after the the fundraising so we went through the season of lent and then moving towards the end of the year of the of the school year we were not able to have a youth ministry retreat in lafayette uh, because it was still undergoing renovations mm -hmm. uh stacy and collins and i had an opportunity to go up there and see what some of the renovations were and I think we all knew at that point we weren't going to be able to do a retreat there right mm -hmm. away. But Stace, do you want to share what some of your takeaways were from you, there? You know, I think uh, the last time we were on retreat, was that like December? December 2019. 2019. And um, I, the funny part was like there was so many holes or like leaks in the, in the, oh, in the, in the retreat center. We had seven pots set up yeah. in a row of dripping water. And like the... I would say like the transformation of what the retreat center is now is totally different, but mm -hmm. like in a good way too. Yeah. Like I was worried that like, oh man, like am I going to miss what it used to be? But seeing it and thinking like, wow, look what else it can be, mm -hmm. like definitely opened up my eyes. And, you know, I just look forward to the day that we're able to go back as a group and right. be able to um, take in another retreat experience at Lafayette. Um, the one thing that I was pretty excited about was upstairs, there's like a, a, a mini kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> right. There is. So like, yeah. um, the way I thought about it, like, I'm like, oh, cool. Like there's a place to go get a snack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead yeah, of having nice. to go like downstairs. But, um, but even like the cabins were being redone and, and mm -hmm. all that. So I think it's, it's, it'll be different. I think it was long overdue, mm -hmm. you know, for years it, it survived as just the youth retreat center uh but there was really not a huge amount of updating of things and i i think that that was well received um the bishop one of his big projects was to do an outdoor chapel oh yeah that and that was really that cool. was nice mm -hmm. to to see that that's there so that's an opportunity for a place to go to mass other than where we knew where we mm -hmm. when father joffrey came up and said mass we always did it in the main in the main, main meeting room, room. Mm -hmm. uh which is no longer carpeted which oh, is wow. hardwood floor yeah and very nice um so i i think now that it is a shared facility that you know we're encouraged to bring youth up there when it's open priests in turn can use it during the week for their own retreats so that there's there's a shared use, which means it brings in more income for the retreat center, but also an increased awareness among parishes that this is available to everybody. Mm. Very nice. So I, I think I, I saw something posted that this week they're working on the roof, finally, oh, nice. to redo the roof. And I think that might be one of the last things. Uh, yeah, so... That was funny when you when you mentioned that earlier. I just remember just sitting down. I forgot what activity we were doing. And I just I, I kind of felt some some drops, <laughs> and then we just there's buckets set out throughout the like yeah. the building. Yeah, <laughs> like I forgot lots. about that. How are yeah. the cabins looking? The cabin. Well, there's fewer beds. Okay, I would say that there are. Oh, I can't remember. I, well, they they reduced the cabins from five to four. Mm. The middle cabin, as we know it, cabin three, mm -hmm. was divided into different Staff room individual rooms. So I think there were three. I think three rooms. Three rooms that rooms. they could use for adult chaperones, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. would all who would be able to have the privacy of their own bedroom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with a shared bathroom facility. So that reduces the amount of of young people you can bring to the retreat center because you can't use cabin three for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if there are, I, I think they said the maximum was going to be 50. 
mm. for the retreat center. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that I mean, that's what we're going to have to work with, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's there's if there's new rules, there's new parameters. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, so that was a long way of getting into the idea that we weren't able to provide a youth ministry retreat offsite last year. So we were, I think, as Emmaus, as young adult Emmaus, we were, I think, looking at the opportunity of doing an on-site retreat, but one that was more than what we offered the year previous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we, well, that was something we did in May of, of 2022. That's right. So, any yeah. any thoughts on that? I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. Um, we had a great time over what those. Was, well, we had Friday night, yeah, and Friday we had movie night, night Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had Saturday all day, which mm-hmm. is nice. And then a little bit of Sunday, and right? Yeah, right. we did yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did Sunday. Yep, that was really. I, I thought it was. I thought it was really good because we're all very flexible. Like like mentioned, like we we all made it work. Um, but more than that, I mean, I think it was a good experience too. I think it was very memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's just my opinion on it. I I got to connect with a lot of people that I didn't really like, or, or like people that I didn't get to connect as well as I wanted to during the year. And I think it also opened their eyes to like, hey, like we don't have to go somewhere Away. for a retreat. Yeah, it's right. it's more so in the people and the company you're with and like just discovering your faith a little bit more mm-hmm. i thought that the the full retreat provided also an opportunity for the those in youth ministry to see emmaus in action more and that resulted in having more new emmaus apply mm-hmm. this year we had more than mm-hmm. we had in the previous year and i i think the retreats are a big plus of that because it shows and the personal invitation from fellow Emmaus yeah. to youth ministry students allowed, um, I think, allowed the young people to see that, you know, why me? And mm-hmm. for us to be able to say, hey, well, you're important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was that was uh, that was really cool. It gave that that feeling, that retreat feeling of just be in the moment, you know, and. It's hard because, you know, like with all of us being at retreat in Lafayette, like it's kind of that expectation that we that is just held like, oh, we're going to Lafayette for the weekend. We got cabins, we got food, all that stuff. And then, okay, now we got to do it in the hall on site. And it's like we can make it work. It's just. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be different, but it went really well. Yeah, well, I I think one of the big differences is, you know, you come in the morning, everybody gets to go home at night and sleep in their own bed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not going to deny. That was good. (laughs) But then seeing everybody come in Saturday morning, Sunday morning with Starbucks cups. Yeah. That didn't happen a lot yet. (laughs) Saturday, Saturday mornings are kind of like, okay, it's a reset again, but we got the full day to get comfortable with each other. And it was really cool. I saw a lot of people really be themselves and open up and that I didn't even see do that throughout the year of youth ministry before that so it was really good and then by the end we, we everyone was singing we uh yes yeah, yeah we, we did the we um did the lean song? on me yeah lean on me <laughs> and yeah it was really I think it was a really special special moment special weekend I think the only other time we kind of had like an off-site retreat was, I don't even know if you guys were in Emmaus yet or even in youth ministry, but we had to go to Cal State East Bay. Right. They, I heard about that. Lafayette double booked. Yeah. And, you know, I remember back then thinking like, oh man, how are we going to make this work? Mm-hmm. And so when when we we decided to do the on-site one at church, like I already knew. I was like, oh, it, it's not going to be that bad. Right. Um, because, you know, being Emmaus for that long, I was able to see how, how did we do it that way? And then what did we do differently this time? And, you know, I think the, the cool thing is just being able to experience all the activities that are staples to the youth ministry retreat Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for everyone to like take part of that. Um, I know that, uh, a lot of the youth ministry students came up to me and talked about the senior panel talk and they're just like, I didn't know like these are some of the things that people go through or like 
you know, I, I, I identified with so-and-so because I felt like I'm in that type of, I've, I'm going through that situation or, yeah. or something like that. And it, it's just crazy to see how much like people can either see or listen to God through mm. other people. Through other people. Yeah. And so it was, it was one of those things where I, I was like, just loving being like a spectator to it and just watching everyone just take it all in mm -hmm. for what it is and and going with that um but you know it was it was really unique um i think the funny part is uh, i did miss part of saturday because <laughs> i mm -hmm. overslept but um mm -hmm. you know i was still i'm still adjusting to my night schedule yeah. but the the cutest thing was all the youth ministry students coming up like hi Stacy and then like like oh did you come from work like yeah. they kind of <laughs> knew and like um but a lot of them are like oh we're just glad you're here you right. know just little things like that so it and it gave that like community sense mm -hmm. and that welcome mm -hmm. um so it was it was really cool and mm -hmm. well, I, I think the last um lasting impression I got and it, it took a few months from that was having the opportunity to sit down and, and meet with each of our incoming confirmation candidates, mm -hmm. a lot of them spoke of, of the retreat, you know, mm -hmm. well, at the same time yeah. saying that they wished they could have <laughs> gone away, right. but I had the opportunity to tell them, well, we're really gonna be able to do that in December. Mm -hmm. But the, the good experience that they had and what they, you know, everybody walks away with some different memory mm -hmm. or something different, mm -hmm. so. Oh man, the, <laughs> the 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 skit, the the candy shop. Oh yeah, that was funny. I was like, oh man, that was the second time we did it. Did it? Too. That was the second uh, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. right. We did it. Yeah. I didn't I, even know what we were doing. I think that always had like a special place in my. I think I was I was one of the. I'm not gonna give it away, but I was yeah. one of the participants in in, in the, the volunteers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I think that's that that skit holds a special place in my heart and i think it also like kind of combined like two big things and like like how i just interact with people and like how i like to like talk to people like with humor right and like just kind of sharing my faith that way you know what i mean yeah. like mm -hmm. just bringing a smile to people's faces for sure and i think um yeah like just going into that retreat and seeing a bunch of people like laugh at like laugh at us but it's yeah. it's nice because it's like too. yeah laugh with yeah. us too and so, I mean, I think that's always great, and I'm glad we got to do it this retreat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's also just nice seeing, like, like oh, like, people can let their guard down, even yeah. whether it be at home or, or away from it. But um, it's nice. Well, I think so often we're afraid to let our guard down. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think the retreat and the, and the phases or the, the themes that we go through about relationships with self, with others, with family, with God, uh, helps all of us recognize that God is present in all of those. And sometimes mm -hmm. we haven't thought about that, mm -hmm. but that God's also present in humor. Mm -hmm. You know, It feels good to make people laugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. really and I does. think it's a real bonding moment, oh, definitely. you know, especially where it happens away on retreat, mm -hmm. you know, and or wherever we're at in retreat. And then we follow it up with senior panel right afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, um, you know, and then our, our prayers that we have that night. Mm -hmm. So I do want to say I love the fact that the seniors were able to sit on a couch oh, yeah. from the retreat center <laughs> that we carried all the way we from Jim's office, from my office to yeah. the hall. That was and but I love that, you know, because I didn't even think of that. I, I didn't even really know I forgot we had that. a couch. Yeah. And Honestly, they God, remembered. They, they remembered. Nice. They said that they feel comfortable on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. looking at it right here from my from yeah. our office. Yeah. Me too. And when they approached me and said, can we bring the couch over? You know, initially you think, oh, what are you, what are you guys doing? What do you want? There's chairs here, <laughs> yeah. but it makes a difference, and it made a difference for them. Mm -hmm. so I, I was I thrilled. Thought that was really cool. Shout out to them for sharing and being very open to, and for whoever carried it because. Uh, are you looking at us? Yeah, you're looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at us. I thought we were gonna make your brother. And Dude, yeah, I thought he was gonna I, carry I, 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 it. I, I thought he was gonna help. carry yeah. it. And then we, we <laughs> us two were on the side, <laughs> and he was just like helping. Like so I know. I was like, man, like, you could just let go. Honestly, <laughs> like we already, we already. <laughs> Who else could just let go? Who else was there? There's one more person. It was, was Paul. It was Paul. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. Well, aye, aye, aye. thanks for getting it back in one piece Yo, too. Of course. Yeah. 
I'm glad they got to have that experience with the couch from Lafayette. Right. So that was in May. And then lastly, the last thing we focused on was our uh, senior blessing mass in, in June and the awarding of three scholarships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Was. I think um, the recipients of the first awards was um, Aliyah Ramirez. Aliyah Ramirez. Uh, Elijah Ortiz and Catalina David. Right. I don't know if you, I said it last you. name right, but yeah. Um, so it was, it's kind of cool to see, especially those three, how involved they've been in the program mm-hmm. too, um, for them to win the award. Yeah. Um, and I think just looking forward to next year's and like seeing how can we continue um, to allow that to grow, hopefully. Yeah. One of the things we wanted to do with the with the scholarships beyond just handing over a check was to be able to have an award for it mm-hmm. and the, the national federation for catholic youth ministry offers an award for young people called christus vivid mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a term that pope francis used in his letter on the synod for young people it means christ is alive so that will continue to be the award for that. And because we want to make God a part of the scholarship, I also asked Aliyah and Kat and Elijah to be a part of our future uh, podcast on, in Advent. Mm-hmm. And they're going to each speak on one of the themes of Advent. And so we'll, we'll look forward to that because I, I think there's a responsibility with the scholarship, not just in receiving it, but living out your faith and continue to live out your faith mm-hmm. wherever that may take you, you know. And I think those three do a very good job at that. You know what I mean? I will say, like, shout out to them. I know it's been a lot of shout outs this yeah. podcast, but <laughs> I mean, they do live out their faith and I see it in all three of them. And I'm not just saying that I really do see it in all of them. Right. So that brings us to the present. Yeah. We're in yeah. August of Hello. 2022. And we're a few days away from, and this, this podcast will be put out after this has happened, but we're going to celebrate this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. August 28th, a commissioning for those who are joining as Eucharistic ministers Hi. and as part of the youth mass. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Uh, I think I think it's long overdue for me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's been a yeah. while, huh? Same here. Yeah, we we should have been Eucharistic ministers, but I mean, yeah. very exciting for us, and then very exciting for the people that are coming into that as well um, with us. But well, yeah. and I think the the other thing is, it isn't just about just being a Eucharistic minister, but um, you know, I know you continue as a youth lector mm-hmm. or as a young adult lector, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob has committed to going back into young adult choir. I just put him on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to say no. My voice will never change. (laughs) It is a, it is a blessing and a curse, a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think one of the, uh, one of the exciting things about doing commissioning at the youth mass this Sunday is to have an increased awareness to the parish of the gifts and talents that young people bring. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we want to do moving ahead into uh, the youth masses in September and beyond. Yeah. I think uh, another thing, just kind of celebrate, going off that topic of celebration, I think um, we talked about hospitality after after Mass. Um, And that's just kind of either having a little snack or... um, and, and some beverages and just kind of building the community. Um, I was kind of sharing with Jim earlier, or just with every, everyone when we, were, when we were discussing this, um, like I really liked when I was a kid, like seeing donuts out when I went to morning mass. Um, <laughs> and like, it just made me like kind of a little bit more excited to go to church, you know, like it made me like, oh yeah, like at least I get a donut and like I get to have fun there. <laughs> so you know did you mean? try to leave mass a little early to get the best donut? No, no. Oh, of course he did. Of course he did. I would have did. my dad go and get it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, like, but no, yeah, that, that was something I always looked forward to. And like, I think it also just helps like 
just building the community like i would always like my parents would always find someone from my dad's hometown like when we were eating donuts and like they would always just talk and like catch up and i think that's nice to have here too and yeah well it's something i think we're committed to doing for the youth masses um september october i don't know i i still want to do it in the later months but when mass lets out in November, December, January, February, March, it's going to be dark. That's true. Yeah. So we just have to, you know, see. I mean, obviously, if it's raining, we're not going to stand out in the rain right. and tell jokes. <laughs> but true. Osmar will. I will. I'll be there all night. He'll be. He'll be, he'll be the only one. But we'll. Uh, may, I mean, maybe we can do hot chocolate. You know, in yeah. the cooler months or whatever. Yeah. But I, I thought to be able to gather out on the patio behind the church after mass, have have the speaker out there, have some. Christian music playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's an extenuation of mass when we're sent out into the community, go out and s- love and serve mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the last time we did it was for the graduate uh, blessing Correct. mass, and I just saw like little kids come to the back patio, all excited because we had like cookies mm-hmm. and and all that, or and donuts, and mm-hmm. they would like look at the parents like can I get one? And then I just look at them like, you could take more than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were just really excited. And like, even some of the adults were like, Oh, is this, is this free or do I have to pay for it? And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's free. Like, right. you know, like, so it's kind of cool to bring, bring that back. Um, and kind of see where it, it takes us and hopefully, um, help people feel more welcome in, in our community at church. Yeah. I think that's a, that's been a big, deal but also a pet peeve of mine is that especially post pandemic that we are we need to be a more welcoming church mm-hmm. and reaching out to people and say hey we love that you're here and for those that aren't here yet we'd love for you to join us mm-hmm. and if punch in a donut mm-hmm. gets people mm-hmm. in the door great <laughs> and because once inside the door then they're going to be fed by the body of Christ so, so our our youth ministry program is set and scheduled to start September 12th. Confirmation starts September 11th with the first uh, school year mass on, on September 11th. And we thought it was important to set the themes for each of the meetings. So we have all the themes for the meetings set through September through December. September, we're going to focus on the theme of friendship. And more than just one meeting, we thought it was important enough that we focus on it for two consecutive meetings. Um, so we'll we'll do that, and then we'll continue to move forward. So as as we are recording this, we're continually receiving in registrations for youth ministry, and hope that those continue to build. So if upon hearing this, you have children in high school that you would like to be a part of the youth ministry program. We would love to have you register them, and we would love to be able to welcome them on Monday nights. The other thing, looking forward to the second half of the year, or the first half of the year, but late in the later months, is we're going to get back to our our annual potlucks. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. I think that's very exciting, too, because it's a community builder as well. I right. think, uh, like, just i've i think it's cool too because that one's more so like in the larger sense like how we were talking about earlier like it's not just people who go to church or anything like i've had friends from from like just school like in general Mm -hmm. come to potlucks and Mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's awesome like and to see them interact and like welcome them and just kind of show them what we're all about i think is nice right i miss the the competition between the tables Oh, that oh, was the food. Christmas one, yeah. right? The so you're gonna 12, leave days, that Twelve days of Christmas. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm down. I'm down. No, I was just. I think that's the. Well, of the two, I, I always I love the Thanksgiving one because it doesn't tend to be as much about people coming in from outside, right. but I think, and, and that's an added plus. But also the one in December. We're, ju- we're just coming off the confirmation retreat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. in the past, we've come off the youth ministry retreat. That's not going to be the case this year. Yeah. But we will also have uh, people home from college yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. alumni who come and just want to see people again. Remember yeah. mm-hmm. or have those feelings of walking in the hall and smelling that smell, as Jacob said. Yeah. 
I think when you brought up how you brought your friends, yeah. um, there was one year, I think it was Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving potluck. Uh, I came from practice and the kids were out of school and they're like, Coach Stacy, can we come? And I was uh-huh. like, sure. <laughs> and yeah. then like the funny thing was they they really enjoyed the 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 vibes and just atmosphere. the atmosphere. Yeah. And Whoa. like I that was like something I was like really proud mm. of because, you know, that that says a lot about what we do as um, a youth ministry program right. and helping people feel welcome, even if they they didn't really are a part of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they also saw a different side of, of, you. of me. Oh, yeah. And like, so it was kind of unique. Um, but um, like, I forgot who was mentioning about the alumni too. Like, sometimes um, when they are back and they're able to just be there for those maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, um, they just, it just brings them back to when they were, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the same age as the kids that are in a program. So um, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, those are all things I'm looking forward to the second or the first half of the year this year, you know, and and then down the line, we've talked about the hope and the um, working towards doing a youth ministry offsite retreat in the spring of 2023. Hopefully at Lafayette, that's the plan. Mm -hmm. So, Although there's no date set, you know, probably April or April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, but we look forward to a really good and exciting youth ministry year. So, so as we send off into the world, um, I kind of wanted to close off with a prayer. <laughs> We're not going on a cruise. <laughs> going out to our days. So. All right. Yeah, let's sign ourselves in our faith. In the name of the Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, as we gather together to learn, to grow, and to change, help us to move into a deeper understanding of your truth. We lay our lives down before you and ask that you will move among us. May we all feel safe with each other, safe to think and question, safe to ask for help, and safe to share our lives with you, our loving and heavenly Father. Amen. 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 And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to episode one of season two, and we're really excited for the upcoming year and continuing our God and Company podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would like to wish you a blessed and safe week. Take care. Bless up. Slap. <laughs> oh, I need Santa. <laughs>